What's going on? Good morning, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is Ugo Opera, PA licensed real estate agent and investor uh, with United Real Estate, reporting to you live from the city of Philadelphia. How are you doing? How's everybody? How was everybody's weekend? Um, so the weekend was dope. I had a really good weekend. And it uh, looks like we might have two things going under contract. Uh, one is in a Cops Creek section of Philadelphia, and one is up in the Olney section of Philadelphia. Both are going to be rehab loans, renovation loans. So if you ever watched HGTV, uh, then that's similar. Then that's exactly what's going on. A lot of people on that TV show are leveraging a conventional renovation loan or 203K loan, or they're layering um, loans, such as one would be for the purchase, and then another loan would be for the uh, renovations. But for, you know, everyone else, most likely it's going to fall in the category of a 203K, right? So that's that's what's going on. Um, but if you listen to my podcast at all, you'll, you'll know that I support a, uh, a program called NAC. I, su- I support the NAC Approaches Program. And that's a conventional mortgage that allows you to roll in renovations amongst other awesome dope benefits such as no down payment, no closing costs, you know, everything, you know, the list goes on. Um, so that, that's, that's how that's being done. One is, you know, not too much, uh, maybe it's a hundred grand. I mean, we're under contract for one Oh six five and we're getting her a home warranty. Uh, but the property's been told as is so anything above, so anything, literally anything that needs to get done to that property. So, um, anything that needs to get done in that property, the, um, um, the buyer has to roll either do herself or roll into the mortgage. Uh, then we have another property, uh, and you know this one's under contract. This one's going to be working to be under contract at one ten, and uh, you know it's 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 exact same thing. You know I think the the one ten one is a much bigger property. It's in a much better area, and I believe that what needs to happen is that it will it's going to need more work. It's going to need a lot more work. I'm estimating maybe twenty thirty grand of work. And I think that strategically going, we're only going to take what, 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 uh, what's allowed as far as like, you know, not maxing out the, the buyer's PITI. So PITI is principal interest, taxes, insurance, condo, HOA fees, co-op fees, you know, insert fee here, whatever a buyer is paying is going to be paying on a monthly basis, excluding utilities, whatever a buyer is going to be paying monthly for a house is what is what we call the PITI. So typically, if you purchase a house at a hundred thousand, all right. So you buy the house at a hundred thousand, right? Sorry, I had a phone call. You buy a house at a hundred thousand, and you'll have a PITI for the hundred thousand, right? Whatever that is. Let's say it's, let's say it's uh, five hundred dollars, right? But then you roll in twenty grand in renovations, right? That twenty grand in renovations is going to take your five hundred and maybe jump it up to like. 600 or 625 if your piti is 600 then you can't roll in all 20 grand of renovations right because it's now pushing you above what you're you know what you're supposed to be at monthly as far as like monthly payments are concerned so that's why when you're doing renovations you have to be mindful of what the final loan amount is going to be and what the piti is for that loan amount 
because if you get if you if you go into a property and the purchase price plus the renovation price is going to put you in a situation where you're going to end up paying more on the PITI than you the lender has approved you for you're going to have a transaction that falls apart not because it doesn't appraise or da 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 but because the realtor and the buyer they didn't do their homework up front to make sure that worst case scenario the numbers worked out so that's the situation uh, with that one. For these two people, I'm keeping them well below. I try to give them at least $20, $25 below their PITI, even after we roll into renovations. And that's how you roll with that program, um, with any type of renovation program. Uh, now, I will say that all of all lenders are smart in regards to renovations, and they'll give you maybe a 10% cushion. So if you're doing 100 grand in renovations, they're going to keep a 10% cushion. They're going to keep 10 grand in the cut in case anything goes wrong. Right. Some people are now do, have even done. I've even heard that people or lenders have been doing 20 grand. I mean, 20 percent. I think that's really high. But I think the 10 percent is a safe number that you can uh, that you can keep in case things go wrong. You dip into that. Unfortunately, unfortunately, anything above and beyond that, you're kind of screwed. So you always want to be very, very careful when you're moving forward with this, getting several bits from contractors and you'll be uh, you'll be you'll be in a safe space. All right, I will tune back in later. Thanks. Hey, what's going on? This is Ugo Opara, PA licensed real estate agent and investor, uh, reporting to you live from the Home Depot in, I think, Newtown Square. Not too sure. Can't remember. But we in here. Got yeah, me, a little bro. And, uh, you know, we're just searching for a shower rod right now. Uh, one of my tenants broke a shower rod in the apartment building. I normally will not replace a shower rod because it's not something that's my responsibility. I bought you a brand new one. It's your job to maintain it. That is all. But we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do do a one-time solid and uh, just kind of take it from there. But anyway, so far so good. And um, so far, so little bro had a court case, and that was uh, mm, a little funky. The attorney we had before was horrible, so we ended up having to drop him like maybe three days before the actual court case, because the guy was like, "Oh, I didn't know." I'm like, what do you mean you don't know? This is your client. How do you not know what's going on? And my brother had texted him and said, "Hey, you know, what's the probability of you know? I don't know." And the guy's like, oh, uh, I, I don't know. I'm not, I didn't know I was still handling the case. I was like, what are you talking about? How do you not know you're still handling the case? So unfortunately, I hate to be someone that bashes somebody else, but I have to put a review video and just kind of voice my opinion on how crappy his service was um, and just how goofy the guy was in regards to handling the case. It just kind of was very upsetting. And, uh, yeah, just kind of take it from there. So, um, this isn't the color we need. But, um, but everything else has been good. Today's been good. Uh, we were out in media. Uh, we checked out two properties in media. Nothing that I would buy, but just to check them out, just to see what the inventory was like in that area. If that's something you're interested in, head on over to my YouTube channel. Check it out. Uh, me and little bro did some commentary as we did a walkthrough of two properties that were priced right around the half a million price range. So if that's something you're into, go check that out. Like, comment, share. Appreciate the support. Uh, what the rest of today looks like. So I'm working on a couple hard money loans and um, I'm trying to structure a deal where I am able to um, 
buy a property for really, really cheap, but then needs a lot of money. Anyway, so that was a call from my contractor, Anthony. Um, this home and depot actually was very sucky. They only had like three shower rods for the entire store. Yeah. West. But um, so we're leaving that Home Depot now and we're heading down to uh, West Philadelphia. There's a triplex that I want to buy very badly. So we're going to head over and see. Uh, my, that's what my contractor was calling me. He's letting me know that he's there now. So we're actually running behind. I didn't notice. Um, but we're going to head down there and do a walk through the property. And uh, hopefully the cost plus the renovations are, are somewhere in a line somewhere where we can make a profit on it. It's a triplex right now, but I love to jam another unit in there any way I possibly can. So we're gonna try and see if we can get another unit in there, legally or unlegally, you know, I don't care. Um, and then kind of take it from there. So I'm gonna I'm gonna hop in the car. Actually, we're in the car now. Um, it's about a 20 minute drive. So uh, I plan on going through the property and then, you know, once I get the estimates back from the contractor, I might do um, a screen share video and put it up on YouTube so you guys can check that out and uh, just kind of see what's going on. But all right, I got to drive, so I'm, I'm heading out. Hey, what's going on? This is Ugo Opara, PA licensed real estate agent and investor, um, kind of kind of the end of my day right now and um i'm actually gonna swing by and grab some sugar i know i'm out of sugar at the crib so grabbing sugar but uh i wanted to just kind of sum up my day the last the last time the last topic i talked about or the last thing i talked about before i left or got off the from the or my last recording was in reference to a property i was going to go check out and um, that was a big disappointment. So I think as, as experienced as I am in real estate, five years, I've done flips, uh, multi-families, I've done rentals, PHA, Section 8, done a lot. Uh, I completely over uh, underestimated the renovations on this property. So this property was a, an apartment building that was located in, it's a triplex. This was a triplex located in West Philadelphia, less than five minutes from my apartment building, less than, you know, well, maybe seven minutes, eight minutes from my apartment building now, the four unit, the five unit that I have, and then maybe five minutes away from my, four minutes away from my girlfriend, right? Property was at 63rd, my girlfriend's at 65th. So I was like, man, this is, it'd be great to have this type of, to be, you know, this, this would be great. It's in my little neck of the woods that I want to be in. And... For a quick drive by, you know, it's a triplex. I estimated, well, you know, maybe we do a gut job. You know, I, I knew from the start it was going to be a gut job. I counted all the windows, multiplied by 300 each, and kind of ran it that way. And my number for renovating came up to be 110,000, right? And I figured, well, that would be, that's doable. You know, we can swing that, right? It would take me maybe a year and a half to complete the project. Um, and maybe if we borrowed hard money and you know, uh, you know, I have a lot of, I could get the money, right? Let's just put it this way. I can get the money, rent it out and then move to the next unit, get, you know, rent that one out and move to the next unit. And that's cause that's, what's been successful for me at the four unit, that four unit, I paid for it out of pocket. Right. And I'm still waiting to get reimbursed by the lender. I don't want to talk about that right now, but 
I the way I did what I liked about it, it, it and and the way it eased the pain on my bur on my my wallet is that I would rent apartment A. I would renovate apartment A, get it rented, get apartment B, get that rented. And then we would move over to apartment D as in David, because it was up upstairs right next door. Get that rented. And we would just we would just do that until we got the property rented. And then we took off, took off from there. And that's what happened. And that's how um that's how I was able to not kill myself because, you know, by the time I had two units, come, by the time I had two units rented, I wasn't, ha- I didn't have to worry about the mortgage on the property. Everything that came over was pure profit, which worked out well for me. Um, all I had to focus on was the renovations and that was less of a burden. So, you know, maybe, you know, 2000 a week, you know what I mean? So eight grand a month. Um, and, and, you know, I'm willing and dealing on my end with the real estate. So that I know that that was coming in. So it worked out well, right? That that's doable versus if I had to do the whole entire apartment building, then we would be talking about maybe eight grand a week, you know, we'd be talking about eight grand a week. So, and then I would have a vacancy. I'd still have to find a way to rent the properties out. So there'd be a vacancy. Thank you, sir. There'd be a vacancy until I rented the property out. So that, that wasn't, uh, it's very cash intensive and homie doesn't have the cash to even remotely pull that off. So anything I buy now is going to be a, a combination of getting some type of mortgage or hard money to buy it and then coming out of pocket very slowly to do the renovations. And we would do it per unit, getting this unit done, rent it out, next unit done, rent it out until we were at 100% occupancy onto whatever lender, refinance, get the cash out, pay the hard money off, get my money back, rent and repeat. And that would be, that's just how, that's just the model that's going to work for me until I have so much cash flow, you know what I mean? Until I have enough cash flow where, you know, we're in good shape where like maybe now I can pay to buy the property and I'm just maybe, maybe I'm just borrowing for renovations or something like that. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm still, uh, still a little wobbly on my first, uh, first unit, which, which is a multi, the four to five unit. But, um, but today we went to go look at one. And it was very disappointing, very disappointing. So I, I estimated that the renovations were going to come in at maybe around. We're going to come in maybe around um, one ten, and they actually came in at two ten. <laughs> so um, that that really threw a wrench in the in in the in the purchase and everything of the of of what I thought I was going to do because it was just so I was just so off. Right. And, and the reason I was off is because I was I never went into the property. I was on the outside looking in, you know, trying to wrap it up, you know, contractually just so no one else snatches it because it, it's a triplex in the area. I already know that I can possibly get at least nine hundred per two bedroom unit. And I knew that on the first floor, it's 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 a it's a it's a it's a, uh, it's a commercial unit on the first floor. But I knew that I can subdivide that and at least get two one bedrooms. And I know that two one bedrooms, I can get at least seven hundred. So that's fourteen hundred on the first floor, nine hundred on the second, nine hundred on the third. That's eighteen plus seventeen. What's that? Thirty five hundred dollars a month. Ain't too bad. I'll take that. I will take that. Did I do my math right on that? Eight plus seven is 15 plus the 20. Yeah, 35. It'd be 35 dollars a month. That's not bad. I would take that. I, I would be in a good spot with that. I'd be very happy with that. Um, 
but it just didn't work out that way. Once we do that, once that extra, once we, um, and there, we knew some pro, I knew some things were up because it was boarded up. But then when we unboarded it, it was also cemented. They had cemented the entryways. And the only way we could get, we could get in was through the bilco doors that led to the basement. The moment we stepped into the basement, we were like, whoa, you know, my contractor was like, look, we don't even have to go any further. I already know based on what I'm seeing from the outside, because there's no windows you can just look into. So based on what I'm seeing on the outside, all right, and the condition of this basement and, and you know, and everything we've seen on the, on the exterior, this is going to be at least 250. And then I was like, I was like, all right, well, let's, let's, let's bring that number down. Where can we, you know, finesse it? He said he could bring it down to like maybe a buck 80 if we went real cheap and just didn't do anything with the layout and, and, and just renovated it and didn't put the unit and didn't split the basement into two units and just ran with it as is. Um, he said, yeah, like two, like a buck 80, but you know me, I think the highest and best use would be to divide the, the two units downstairs and try to get at least divide the one unit downstairs, try to get at least two. So I figured that we should give it a shot and um it just didn't work out <laughs> it didn't work out so um i think that's just a sign from the um just from the universe you know almighty just letting me know like dude you got to finish this apartment building first and then you can move on that's it's really what i took away from that i'm trying to bite off more than i can chew right now and i need to you know clear my slate right so there's credit card there's i got 30 grand of debt that i pulled that i acquired in order to get this unit this property finished and i won't be able to get that paid off until i'm done because it's i'm always like this month alone i'm already negative five grand no no more than that i'm negative five six seven maybe seventy five hundred dollars because i had two grand in material and then almost uh five five grand in, in like labor you know what i mean so that's what's that's where my outlay is there's I, I don't make enough where i can pay that out make a living right and then still go back and um take care of of that thirty thousand dollar balance so i think right now as boring as it sounds dude i gotta i gotta bench myself i gotta bench myself bench my wallet um i think what happens now is if i see an opportunity i'll acquire it but then it's gonna be a flip it's gonna be a wholesale deal you know i work with a lot of buyers that are that you know they have renovation loans attached to their product they have a renovation loan attached to their mortgage so maybe if something that i pick up i pay cash for it i hold on to it and then maybe i let it go to um one of my clients one of my buyers uh, for a, a better, you know, and make not too nothing crazy, right? I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna try to make 30 grand off of a client, but you know, try to make something that's worth the acquisition and kind of take it from there. Um, maybe I gut it and 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 get, and get it ready for someone to be able to do a renovation loan, but nothing crazy. Um, so I think it's something I, I definitely will be able to do and pull off in the future. But right now, my bank account is telling me I need to relax. <laughs> I need to relax, pay off this 30,000, get everything cleared, clear my slate, you know, enjoy some of the cash flow, get my tenant situated. And then once that's done, I, I hop back into the field. So unfortunately it looks like for the summer, I'm gonna be focused mainly on real estate transactions as a real estate agent. I'm not gonna be doing any type of investing for real, for real. And I think once the summer, and then once the winter sets in, I think once the winter sets in, you know, then we can slide in and, and start picking up stuff and start working on that one because I got my apartment building in October. So I'm thinking October might be my lucky month. So just take this month off, stack, stack, stack my paper, pay off all existing debt, you know, kind of get that cleared off and taken away, taken care of. 
And then just, uh, you know, when the time is right and I'm in a more stable position, I make the move. So, um, but anyways, that's, that's my little takeaway for today. I'm going to be calling it, calling it a night shortly. Um, I'm going home. We have two offers that we're putting in. One I think is one I have a really good chance of getting accepted. So I'm really excited about that one. It's going to put about, and we have another one for buck 28. So, uh, I'm not an agent that does really high priced properties, right? I'm not that guy where like half a million, you know, 300, 400, 500, 600, 700. I am not that agent, right? But I still make more than those agents because I do a crap load of business, right? Uh, an agent like that might, might do one transaction every one or two months. I'm doing at least three or four transaction every single month. So that agent that's selling $600,000 every two months, I'll be able to do 400,000 in a month, three, 400,000 dollars in a month. And we're not even in the summertime yet. When the summertime comes in, I'm crushing it. I might do a million a month. You know what I mean? I'm building my system where I can, I might even be able to do a million a month and poo poo on all these other agents that are so stuck up that they don't want to work with any clients below a certain price point. And I'm here saying, let's go because I'm focusing on building the systems and processes where I'm going to take care of you wherever you have or you got $50,000 or you buying at $500,000. I got you because the system doesn't matter. The system works regardless of how it is, right? And um, that, and I think that just, you know, people deserve that. There's because you can't look at the person that's only buying $50,000 today. You don't know if they might be able to get to a million dollars in a year. And I'm that agent that's gonna, I'm gonna treat everyone the same. There's no discrimination. What I do discriminate, what I don't tolerate is stuck up people. I had to fire two clients because they felt like every time they called, I should jump. You know, I should ask them how high and jump. No, that's what we're not going to do. You're fired. And I don't care how much, how expensive the house you're buying is. You're gone. You're dead to me. You don't exist because that's one thing I'm not going to tolerate. Everything else I can put up with. But that, the disrespect, right? And the, and, and the, and the you know, demeaning me as an agent or belittling me. Um, yeah, we're, we're not going to do that. You can cast these hands real quick. Um, and that's just, that's just how I am feeling about, about that. And this, you know, I very, very rarely do I have two clients at the same time that I just say, look, you need to go find someone else. Cause I ain't putting out with your BS. Um, but it, you know, it literally happened last week, literally happened last week. Um, so with that being said to all my wonderful clients, look, I love you. I love you. I love you. Love you. Love the repeat business. Um, I take real estate very personal and I really don't like working with people that I, I can't, I don't feel like I can call and, and touch base with a year from now, six months from now. If that's not you, then I really don't know if I want to work with you because that, um, it's a little bit sad. You know, we spend so much time together. If I'm not able to call you and say what's up after the relationship or after the transaction, you know, I don't think we should work together. I mean, it's just, uh, that's just how I feel about the situation. But anyways, uh, my name is Ugo Otara, PA licensed real estate agent. Thanks for uh, hearing me out and uh, I'll touch base with you guys tomorrow.